Hello, everybody. You're very welcome to the Open Training College podcast series. My name is Neve McAvoy, and today Claire Hopkins will be joining us to talk about the Creative Studies Assessment for Year One of our BA in Social Care students. Okay, well, listen, what we're going to do is not very creatively go through the assignment guidelines, and in order to do so, I was going to share the screen with the document. So I've added a couple of visuals just to help us along, um, and I'll be looking at my laptop, so just in case you see me looking away, I'm looking at my own notes just to keep me on track. So hopefully you find this a useful way of going through it. So can everybody see the screen that I'm sharing? The assignment guidelines? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is going to be the focus of the assessment of, of the webinar, obviously. Um, we're going to look at the three elements and unpack them using the guidelines because this is going to be your main point of reference to get this assessment out of the way. So we're going to be looking at the project, which is what worked the bulk of the marks. Then we're going to be looking at the reflection and the online activities and discussion. Both of you have kind of started with the online activities and discussion, which is great to see. And you're bringing up points that are relevant for the other elements as well, as well as the as of the on um, the assessment. So hopefully you've kind of got already your head thinking around creative studies and its purpose. So the overall purpose of this module is to look at the role of creative activities, normally known as drama, music, art, dance, whatever it might be. And I say a lot of you because of COVID have tapped into them for sanity purposes <laughs> so it's kind of building upon that so hopefully you've got a chance to kind of try out a few new activities just for your own benefit and they have a really significant role to play in social care and in general and that has come through a lot of research and evidence base over the last 30 or 40 years and what they really enable us to do is to think outside the normal everyday activities so the normal daily tasks of getting up in the morning, eating, feeding, engaging with people, solving problems, getting from A to B for work or whatever it might be. It's helping you to break out of a routine and, and the normal tasks that we have to undertake and get to try something fun, a bit different, a bit out of the norm. And by virtue of just doing something a little bit different and a bit fun, a bit scary, it helps you to see things from a different perspective. Um, and that point about different perspective is coming up a lot in the discussions I've noticed as well, which is great. That's the point of it. So there's no right or wrong. It's just about being and enjoying yourself and challenging yourself, but doing it in a supportive environment, whether it's just yourself on your own or with a group of people. Okay. So um, creative studies then is highly relevant. And the purpose of uh, to social care and the purpose then of the assessment is just to give you a good record of giving that go and trying it out and seeing if it works for you at this moment in time. We don't expect you to buy into everything or think you have it down pat in any shape or form because for a lot of you it's your first kind of you know start start into creative studies and being a bit creative and doing things differently. Um, so you can only reflect on and complete the activity where you are right now at this moment in time. That makes sense? Yeah. So what we're going to do then is scroll through the guidelines and get to the first uh, bit, which is the project. 
So a lot of the other bits there, the headings there, you know already. And you know that the deadline is the 30th of August, no, 31st of August. I think that's right, Neve, is it? Yeah, Monday, yeah. 12 noon. Okay, so we'll keep going down then, please. And we'll stop there. That's perfect. Okay, so as I said, the project is worth the bulk of the marks and it's divided into two sections. And the reason um, why we've given you such a big project to do is that it really will tap into the whole area of the creative process. So what, however confident or reluctant or excited about doing this type of project you were, it doesn't matter because whatever way you feel about it is the creative process, if you follow me. Does that make sense? So by virtue of just having to go through this project, you will carry out a, a creative process and love it or hate it or both and get something out of the end of it, which will be a piece of art, whatever that might be. So the diagram there, as you can see, is one that I've used in the, the workshop. And if you scroll down a little bit further there, Neve, you can see then I've identified kind of the main stages of a creative process. So you can say that this webinar is all about clarifying, gathering information, the first stage, reading the resources on my OTC, talking to people about the assignment, attending the workshop. So you're getting a sense of what is all this about? What makes sense to me? What, I do, what do I not understand? What do I need to find more information about? And then for the project, in particular part A, when you have to design and produce a piece of artwork, we want you to go through the process of coming up with ideas, pondering, wondering, scratching your head, pulling your hair out, you know, teasing things out and trying to work out well, what the hell would, could this 2D art design look like? And then you have to give a time and to make this work. So you cannot do this type of project at the last minute. So starting now, you'll have ample time to come up with something. And so this will allow you then, if you start thinking now in the next week or two, it will give you ample opportunity, if you haven't done it already, just to step away from it, take a break from it, and let your ideas incubate. So if you recall, if you've gone through the resources in unit one, that's always considered a very key stage of being creative. Because as soon as you let your brain process a problem and give it a chance to digest it and think about it, you're in the shower washing your hair and all of a sudden a solution comes to mind. It's not always the case. It's kind of like a universal experience that we've all had. So that's in essence what you're going to find, hopefully, with this project. So if you're coming to it, I'm getting a sense of a little bit of anxiety because people think, oh, they're not creative or whatever. But if you're going to come through this with a negative mindset like that, it's not true. Everybody is creative. So read the resources and look at the articles, look at the TED Talks. They all say the same thing because it's true. Everybody has an element of creativity and it's about practicing it. So by simply doing this art piece of work, you'll find yourself coming, realizing hopefully that you are a little bit creative and you're just following the process as outlined here. So give it that time is key. And make a note, remember I said at the workshop, have a notebook, have a piece of paper and jot down on your phone ideas and musings as you go through the material and your, and your activities. Because you'll find then by the time you have to sit down and do something, you have all these resources to help you and support you. So the next stage of the creative process is coming up with a workable solution. 
So with the project in mind, that entails then coming up with a really solid idea that you feel happy to get going with and then putting something down on paper and then testing it out and implementing it and doing drafts and teasing it out and ripping things up and saying, no, that colour doesn't work, I don't like it anymore, and going off and doing something else. So it's an ongoing process. So give a time, have faith in yourself. You are creative. It's not about drawing or be, have the ability to draw a straight line. It's more about producing something that illustrates what's important to you as a practitioner. So let's go into the actual project then, Eve, if you don't mind scrolling down to part A. Just before we move off yeah. there, that creative process diagram that you have there, I think is really um, valuable. And it's really yeah, it's great, isn't it? I loved it when I found it. And I think like we, we all can be familiar, we'd all go fairly well through step one, this is awesome, we might all go, this is tricky, and then I think it's stages three and four is where most people will bow out because they'll say, yeah. oh God, no, this is terrible, I'm terrible, I can't yeah. do and we, and we tend to step away, whereas if you just keep going, you'll get to, to five and then to six. And it's, I'm doing flower arranging at the minute, and the times where I've, I, I get to the stage three or four, and I'm thinking, oh my God, this isn't working. Oh, this is going to be brutal. Oh, I'm going to let everybody down. Yeah. I'm not going to have these ready for the weekend. Oh, this is terrible. This is awful. And then I just start saying, suck it up. This is going to be okay. Just keep going. And then it comes to five and six and everything is grand. Yeah, and that's what they find, like people say, that's why it makes me smile when I hear people saying, oh, they're not creative. And it's such a pity the way the workshops were stopped because I promised you by the end of day three, you'd be going, oh, actually, I'm not too shabby in the creative department because if you work in this area in particular, you're resilient, you have to come up with ideas, you have to bend and adapt to challenges. Everyday mundane problem solving that you come up with, even just with COVID, which is the most, most extreme example, and obviously it's part of the online discussion. So by the virtue of reading through them, we've all had to come up with some kind of creative option just to get through the day. Um, and not necessarily to be all like profound or dramatic or amazing. It's just things to get you through and to make you feel happy. And get on with life and be successful so you have that ability to be resilient the fact that you're at this stage of your studies at the end of first year you are resilient yeah. you've tried and tested you tease things out but what we tend to do as adults in particular we're terrible for this we forget promptly all the achievements that we have gone through so neve hello you've achieved so much but yes a bunch of flowers in a vase you're like oh i can't do it <laughs> But it happens to the best of us. And it's just recognising that and kind of having that thought in your head that says, that voice in your head that says, will you stop it now? So you've been here before, you know you can do it. And tap into supports and tools. And there's so much out there on creativity. It's such a hot topic at the moment. Sorry, um, Claire, can I just... Um, we often, when we think about like being creative and when we're looking at creative studies, we look at it in isolation. But actually, if everyone thinks back to our responding to behaviours that challenge this module, there's a lot of stuff that we do, like we're thinking creatively outside the box when we're trying to support people and um, with behaviours that challenge. So like, it's not something that's totally uh, in isolation to social care. Like It's something that we always do, but maybe we don't really recognise as much as we should. And that's what they're finding, you know, that's what a lot of people who work in the area of education find quite depressing, and Neve, you can talk to this as well, is that we don't create environments, learning environments for our children so that they can try things out and test things. We tend to regulate education, things have to be done in a certain way, and that serves a purpose, there's no right or wrong, but there's a bit of balance there. We need to give kids a chance to explore and get dirty and, you know, play. 
which is something that we're lacking a lot of. Isn't that true? Well, there's actually research in, in recent years have found that, you know, the too many adult-led activities are actually detrimental to a child's development. Yeah. So where you know, all these after-school activities and all these things that children are put into or do, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with children doing after-school activities, don't get me wrong, but where there's too much of them, the child doesn't get a chance to play. So much of child learning happens is in ordinary, everyday play. Yeah, being bored, kicking a pebble, you know. There's this fear of letting children be bored, where it's really one of the best things to let happen to them, because it triggers their thinking process and their creativity. And what we tend to do in more recent years is we're almost teaching creativity out of people. Yeah, yeah. It is such a shame. It is such a shame. No, no, but that's, see, there you go. It's such a universal topic and we all can relate to it because it's just humanity. So being bored, stepping away, taking a break, all help you to let your brain digest and give it a chance to ponder and wonder about something. And invariably, something pops into your head. And then because we don't recognize it as being important, we forget about it. So when it comes to doing it formally in, let's do creative studies as a module, you can't relate to anything. It doesn't come naturally to us because we don't give ourselves that time. We're just getting on with daily tasks and daily, weekly work commitments or whatever it might be. So yes. <laughs> so definitely look at the few of the TED Talks in Unit 1 if you haven't done already because it'll definitely give you a bit of reassurance and tease out and it's something that we can all relate to whether you're a parent or otherwise when we think of children needing to play a bit more freely okay so i'm going to go into then part a okay so i suppose it looks a bit intimidating doesn't it <laughs> Design, no, it's fine. <laughs> a 2d artwork you're like what <laughs> okay <laughs> so what we were trying to do is give you a taster of one creative activity, which of course is art, which a lot of people think of. Some colleges do drumming, some colleges do music, singing. It depends on where you go. It's a variety of different um, um, activities explored in this module, usually in the area of social care. But we're looking at the area of art, okay? And what you're asked to do is come put together a design and produce something that is on paper and it is a piece of art that you have put together and it represents a social care topic that is of interest to you okay so this first part of the project is the end result is what we want to see photographs of is the different stages of you putting that piece of art together and producing the end results and then you're writing an account of the creative process of doing just that and teasing it out and talking about your thinking and processes and you know just explaining it clearly to the reader so they can understand how you went about doing it good bad or indifferent we are not assessing your ability to draw so i want you to hear that because that keeps coming back maybe every so often huh maybe repeat it now, I know it's easy for the likes of me, and I know there's a few people in the group that came up to me that can draw, and they were coming up with great ideas, and I thought, oh, that's so intimidating. But they just tapped into an activity and an interest that they like, so it, that's okay for some people. But don't approach us going, I can't draw, I can't draw. You're not expected to. Cut things out, take photographs. Or cut things out of magazines. Uh, take photographs. 
Um, what else you could do? Anything really. Use Pinterest, maybe. Huh? Pinterest. Pinterest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that was a really good idea. Just have an explore and look around and get some ideas from other people, and just make it your own then, um, so that it represents this interest that you're 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 focusing in on. So I'm going to go scroll through now because we want to unpack that part of the project a little bit more. So initially what I've done, you can, yeah, that's perfect, Neve. Initially what I've given you is kind of a three-step guide just to get the start ball rolling. And then the next segment of the guidelines then is talking about how you should lay out your report. So hopefully this will make sense. So I like this cartoon. I think it's very funny. So because I think it talks to me a lot because I'm a very last-minute merchant. So, you know, that's the thing you have to, you're not going to come up with a brilliant idea just because you decide to sit down on a Tuesday and say, okay, brilliant idea, let's do this GP 2D art piece. It won't work like that. So you need to give it time. Okay, I can't stress that enough. So you can pick a topic, whatever it might be, as long as it's meaningful to you as a practitioner. And it can reflect a social care principle or a value or an issue or a problem or it can illustrate an outcome that shows best practice in social care. Or you can go like all positive and the great things that you can produce as a practitioner or realize as a practitioner. Or it could be quite a negative piece looking at an issue or problem that's yet to be solved. Claire, can I jump in there now? And I'm, I'm thinking maybe for people, um, in a topic might be the first big challenge because it's so broad and so... social care right and then you from that middle 
of the page of the image of social care, the words social care, you use branches. So you draw lines from the middle, right? And you identify things that come to mind for you around this area of social care. So you might have, um, you know, like values possibly, and you could write out all the different values that you think are important for social care. There's no right or wrong answer to this. It's just from you what comes to mind. And these could be done in images or um, in keywords, not sentences now, because then you're already thinking out something. So you're just trying to put everything down like a brain dump for want of a better way of putting it. And you're using the middle part as the centre anchor. And from there, you draw out branches, as they're called, and identify the key topics and things that come to mind when you think of social care. So you can say, these are my values. This is what supports me as a practitioner. These are the things that annoy me about it. These are the challenges that I face. These are the challenges my service face. These are the challenges or the successes of focus people that you work with. And um, these are their stories and these are their goals. What's your role in achieving those outcomes and values and principles of social care? And you gradually build up a web um, of different images, words and uh, topics. And by virtue of doing that, you're able to see at a glance what your thinking process is and hopefully identify an area, a branch, a tweak that may go, oh, I'll actually focus in on maybe a person's case study of trying to get employment. That's what comes to mind for me because that might be my background and what they want to achieve. And then from there, then you can do Google's Pinterest, look at TED Talks, Google the topic in any which way you want, look back on old essays, talk to people about it, observe your daily work practices and see if it ties into that. And then think, well, how could I represent that visually as a piece of art? What would it look like for me? Okay. So that's the first stage of picking a topic. So we move on then, and then you're going into the second stage, which is, okay, so you have your idea and now you want to put it down on a piece of paper so two-dimensional just simply means you work on a flat surface and that was in the slides of the workshop as well we talked about that so obviously you're going to be using paper you're not going to be doing graffiti on walls or anything like that but that's another flat surface so it's an option um, <laughs> okay maybe not <laughs> um using the following techniques normally for 2d it's drawing printmaking you know those cut out shapes data perhaps and you know all those kind of things you would do as kids painting collage which is just pieces of material magazines and um, or it could be photography i know somebody mentioned that because they're into photography so they were going to use that straight away as an idea so it's all about being an expert because we didn't teach you how to do this we weren't intending to so we're just giving you a scope to give it a go Look at what your kids are doing if you have kids or friends with kids that are doing in their junior search or leaving search. It's a part of their curriculum. Have a nosy in what's out there. Look up the National Curriculum for Children and have a look around and see what's there. We've given you plenty of resources to, you know, on, on my OTC just to give you a flavour of those different techniques. But all you simply need is even with a pen and a piece of paper you can come up with something. As long as it challenges you at least and gives you a sense of you know, trying to work through how can you represent visually this topic, this issue, this case study, this person's story, or my story as a practitioner. So you pick whatever suits you in the time frame that you have, be pragmatic. And then once you've picked it, then you're going to be 
just happy to write about why you did that and how you went about doing it and that's in the, the main project. And then you have the third step then is deciding how big you want to make this. So I was saying two A4s because going on the workshop and how people engage with the activities that we did, A4 page is very small, isn't it? But um, I'm not like we don't mind, you know. It's not the end of the world. I just I just know from experience of working with people that tend to like the bigger pages. But don't like an A1 then is flip chart sheet, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. Okay. So I know. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> So they're the, they're the initial stages. So you've picked a topic, you've worked it out, you're happy with it, how are you going to go about it, and then what is it going to size-wise be? And now we're going to move into the project. Okay, so hopefully this is kind of straightforward enough as you work your way through it. And it'll make more sense when you have an idea and what you and you know what you're going to do, like drawing or painting or whatever it might be. That always helps. So just to be kind of academic and put a bit of structure on it, you just have to give a brief introduction to explain that this is a, um, my report on my on how I designed and produced a 2D piece of work based on an area of interest in social care. And then short, sweet to the point, and then you just need to then go into your main body. So you can use these headings in bold to structure your piece. Now it's slightly different to your other assessments in that way isn't it yeah would be yeah uh, because yeah go enjoy that <laughs> enjoy it sure. that's, that's the point of it so you can say description of my artwork and you put a title on it okay and explain what the subject matter is so you you know whatever it might be and just to say there um claire would you agree that the title, don't spend ages at the start trying to come up with a wacky title or anything. As you're going through the process, a title will come to you. So don't hold it off, because I know people have done that before in, in another life. Um, they got so caught up with putting the title on the piece, that so much of their valuable time. So don't worry about the title at the very start. Just get cracking on what your plan is. And your subject matter and get cracked on it and a title will come to you as you go through the process if it hasn't good point. Sorry. yeah that's a good point actually yeah fair play so then you're got talking about well what was the idea behind your artwork and this is where we're saying maybe to include the main mind map and um, so at a glance we can see how you worked out the topic that you're going to focus in on and your how you thought it out so i'd suggest maybe you can scan a mind map and that website gives you a free trial that you can use. So if you're into that kind of thing, you could go in and just share, I'm assuming. I haven't actually checked it out myself. I meant to do that with apologies. But in any case, you could just scan a drawing that you've done. Or take a photo of it and insert Take a photo of it, exactly, exactly. And so that's, yeah, so you just need to back that up though by saying, this is my mind map, this is what I started to think about. And then I started to focus in on these areas because that, is more relevant to me or it talked to me right now it's about a person it's about a topic that's really close to my heart and or whatever it might be and you want to kind of bring across why you want what you want audience to see or experience or think about so if you think um i'm trying to think what we did in the workshop but also the video that is part of the online discussion do you see what i see that really kind of grabbed people's attention, wasn't it? And it was clear to what 
the guy was trying to do talk about. He wanted you to appreciate what somebody with that condition sees and feels and thinks about. And he filmed it to represent that person's point of view, that perspective. So you actually had a feeling of being in their shoes and going through that um, condition that they have with um, seeing and so on. So, you're, you know, but that's what you want to try to talk about. I'd like you to understand how positive this is or the issues arising or the challenges this person face or the possibilities that are out there to achieve something, whatever, again, it relates to your topic. Okay, so what do you want people to see and experience as they look at that? Challenged, supported, reassured, whatever it might be. Okay, so all of these things don't come to you straight away because you haven't thought of the ideas of yet. So let it just be a gradual thing. Trust in the process, the creative process, as Neve said. You can't come up with a title, you can't name anything. It's evolving. Okay, it's not a linear process, hence the squiggle in the middle of it. So as you go through the different elements, make a note of your thinking. Identify some thought that you have, because I promise you it might be the one thing that you go back to go, aha, that's what I meant when I, when I was thinking about this topic. So then you have to talk about how did you create your artwork. So that's kind of talking about the techniques that you've used. Why did you use them? What visual elements are evident in your piece? So again, we started to tease that out when um, we were doing the workshop and there's um, lots of resources again on my OTC and on my presentation just to give you a sense of that. So visual elements sounds all very academic and waffly, but in essence what we're trying to show you is that art is just made up of all these elements. And what an artist will do, or anybody who draws, picks up a pencil or pen or does a collage, is your creation an illusion for somebody to watch and enjoy and experience. So it's nothing, it can be profound if you think of masterpieces like the castle and all the rest of it, and Vincent van Gogh and all the rest of it. It doesn't have to be. It's just something very natural. So demystify it for yourself. It's not highfalutin. So when you do art, you're creating an illusion, and in this case on a piece of paper, and you're trying to give a sense of something, and you use line, which is a dot that goes for a walk. I always think that's a nice quote. Using shape and form and shading and pattern and rhythm and textures and all that kind of stuff, and colour especially, to give a sense of what you're trying to achieve, to invite the audience in to say, I want you to see this. I want you to be interested in this topic or to understand my emotions around this topic. I'm angry about this, so it's all in red and black, say, for instance. So a lot of that stuff is intuitive. You do it anyway as a human being. You're intelligent. You're well able to figure out, I, if I want people to feel angry, I'm going to go dark. <laughs> or, you know, if I want to be sad, I'll go blue and all the rest of it. So it's not rocket science. So don't make it something that you have to think about really, you know, too much because you'll find yourself automatically reaching out to a colour or going about it in a certain way simply because your brain has said, this is what I want this audience to experience. This is the story I want to illustrate. So how did you use those visual elements, whichever ones you decide to use, to illustrate your theme, okay? And then what we want to do is get a sense of your work in progress. Now, don't be shy. So put in three or five, three to five photographs of your work. And even if it's the, if the fifth photograph is the one that you ripped up in the end, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's part of the process. We want to get a sense of how you went through it, good, bad, or indifferent. And then include a number of photographs so we get a real sense of your finished piece. 
and you can place them then in your main body as I say there just to support your piece so people can follow the story of you doing this piece of artwork and can I just jump in there again Claire one of the easiest ways to do it is just take a photo on your phone and then insert the photo into the Google document is probably the easiest option for people to do if you don't have access to the scan machine okay and then reflection a standard piece for any kind of art project report and so did you feel that you've achieved now that you look back on it why why not it's okay if it wasn't really what you expected to start off with doing that's just what that's creative that's the process it's just the nature of it and uh, we're not looking for a finely honed piece of work because you don't have the time to be doing that and it's not an art piece it's just an expression of how you see something in social care at this moment in time and this is how you're going to illustrate it um, imagine if you did contemporary dance or something how would you feel about that <laughs> at least it's something you can do in the privacy of your own <laughs> so and then talk about what your most successful aspect is did you encounter any difficulties did you work through them how did you do so um, is there anything about your work that you now think you could have done differently and maybe that will come naturally because maybe you're a bit reluctant or a bit shy about doing something in a different way and now when you look back you kind of go oh god I could have done that a bit differently I could have been a bit more braver maybe so whatever might come to you so I think there are way, the people way through it make some notes of your thinking and your processes because you simply will forget about them in a week's time after starting maybe tonight it's amazing how your brain works so just quickly make a note of how you're feeling after each session of doing this and then you provide a brief conclusion okay sorry Nanny. sorry no 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 you're fine you're fine um i forgot my train of thought now i'm oh, sorry <laughs> no no it's fine it's fine um no what i was going to say actually was i think it would be fair that you know any of us doing anything in the creative realm we'd look back and we might say oh i would do things slightly differently or whatever so it's a very natural normal part of the process to be fair so you find you're looking back thinking oh i would have done so many things differently that's absolutely fine there's nothing wrong with any of that no you're just make it writing an account of this particular creative process and whatever way it ends up being good bad or indifferent is just the way it is and that's just the nature of this process and that's what you're being assessed upon and so. and i just also remind people this is written in academic writing
Eastern European, I can't remember, but they were going to get married and they had a very creative way of going about their marriage. So they were going to start at either side of the Great Wall of China and meet in the middle and then get married. But they um, weren't getting on very well, so they were going to split up instead of getting married. So they still went ahead and walked the Great Wall of China. They met at, uh, at one of their um, exhibitions kind of thing and they met in the middle and then they parted company and went their separate ways. something 
with your hands and engaging with colours or whatever it might be that you're doing. So the end result doesn't necessarily have to happen. Um, is it to give people some fun? Is it to learn a skill? Is it something that's relevant to what they want to do? You could pick one that is relevant to maybe or builds upon an activity that they're currently interested in. So that chapter is the best place to go, I think, for this particular session. And it's only one and a half thousand words, so it's quite short and sweet in that case. And yeah, that's all I really want to say about that for the moment, because it really depends on the ideas you come up with, and we can tease that out maybe the next time or in between these webinars. Um, is that okay? Or, um, sorry, can I just ask yeah. a, a, a clarify something? Yeah. It may seem fairly um, straightforward, but I've had a few queries. All right. There is no connection between the project report and the creative art session. No. Right. Yes. Okay. No, it doesn't. Yeah, like the. Now, if you want to do painting, if you've done painting and then you want to yeah. do painting again, which that's the connection. It's the same technique or whatever. It doesn't have to be connected, Claire. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. No, it doesn't yeah. have to be connected. No, no. Mm. No, so, that's fine because I've had a few queries in relation to, oh, yeah, you know, we're doing the first part and how do we connect it up with part B? No. There's because no generally speaking, there's a flow to assignments. So there's I'm no really, connection. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, there's no connection. It's literally just focusing in on a creative art session, whatever that might be. So if you're into yeah. music, maybe it's a drumming, maybe it's a tin whistle lesson, maybe it's cooking, maybe it's drama. Who knows what it might be? Maybe it's singing, because you're into that. Um, Chester Beatty, you know, the library in Dublin, mm -hmm. they have actually put up a lot of um, five-minute kind of make something activities. My husband was only doing it the other day with my daughter and he had great <laughs> on a Tuesday, as he said himself, what else would be doing at your lunch hour? But um but there's great resources out there and no doubt again if you had children with homeschooling and stuff, a lot of those resources were shared around. But you know, they just give you an idea of potentially what it is that so you can make something short and sweet. But the purpose of it is to have a bit of fun, develop skills um, or whatever it might be. And so, the purpose really, what we've been marking on is the ability to actually put together an action or um, a lesson plan and get something out of it to see exactly. if it's matching. Yeah. The worst thing you can do is actually say, do put it against the lesson plan because you've taken a notion to try this out mm -hmm. and you're forcing people to engage with something that they just have no interest yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pitched yeah. wrong and they find it challenging or mm -hmm. too easy and it's just filler in or of time and we can yeah. be all guilty of that yeah. now in services yeah it's just because you can knit everybody has to knit you know this kind of nonsense yeah, yeah. sometimes not a general sweeping statement but we can tend to fall back on ash that'll do for the time being and lose sight then of the purpose of creative studies if you want to look at it as it has meaning and it's yeah. an opportunity for people to get together or just take a break from their everyday life or have a bit of fun so i would definitely recommend that chapter read through that that's your point of reference and there's the template there and everything and that will definitely clearly illustrate then what we're looking for in this particular area and then you just justify it so if you were turning around to me tomorrow and said i said to you right you have 500 euro to put together a session for the people that you work with then you you better justify it for me <laughs> <laughs> 
You're not going to get my money that quick. So you have to actually explain. I've thought this out. This has meaning. And this is what I'm going to do. And here's my 500 euro to you then. <laughs> okay, we're going to go on then to... There's a very good question there. Yes. And uh, it came up on the chat. Can we please take the pictures of our child to talk about instead of drawing or painting? I'm not quite sure if I follow you. You can certainly take photos of things and then cut it up and make a collage. I it wouldn't be that you take a picture of of a painting or a fo another photograph. I'm, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that way with this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if we're understanding the, the question, please. So maybe if, if she could reword it for us a little. I'm not sure what she means by um, take the pictures of her choice to talk about instead of drawing or painting. So she will move on. But they do physically have to do some something creative there, yeah? Yeah, but you can't just take photos of, of another project or another piece. No, no, you actually have to go through the process, pick a topic, put something down on a piece of paper um, using painting or pencils or pens or collage or whatever it might be and, yeah, produce so some views. What I'm thinking is maybe, uh, maybe it's the question about, you know, for example, go through magazines, pick out pictures and make a collage or something yeah that yeah that's a method yeah i mean that's what you did in the workshop and you had your own squiggles around mm -hmm. it yeah okay so we're going to go on to the online activity okay sorry now let me just get that off screen and move on I just, it just, uh, sorry, just when you were saying that, it just reminded me of something. Do you remember in the workshop, I got you all into groups and you had to create a city um, scene and you had to do, everybody had to do different bits of it. Do you remember doing that, like cars and mountains and birds and buildings? That was based on Paul Timoney's article or um, chapter in his book. So you kind of, if you haven't done this before, by virtue of doing that activity in the workshop, you've done an activity that he planned out. And you can see what you did in the workshop come, you know, um, as a template in that chapter to give you a better idea of what kind of activity you could do and why. So the already, so I'm not quite sure what else I could add to it. Um, what you have then is to contribute to two online activities and discussions I want to see. And then the other one is how constraints cultivate creativity. Because it's been found that if you're backed into a corner and you don't have much scope, you have solutions to things. And very timely, COVID hit. And so it lent itself very nicely to that topic that I had already planned for. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else. Good discussion posting, well thought out, you comment constructively with fellow students. Yeah, it's just kind of a standard thing. A lot of you seem to be doing that anyway, so well done there. Yeah, we can move on if there's no questions. Okay, so reflection. Would you all have been familiar with doing previous assessments? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. So this is just obviously building upon that. Now bear with me now because I wanted to just check something here. Okay. So what you're going to be asked to do is, and one of the most popular concepts of positive psychology is and the concept of flow. You hopefully have been, have experienced it and talk about just reflection in a general sense. So it is something that has to be honed and practiced and it's so worthwhile to reflect upon and to journal about it in the bigger picture kind of way. 
um, because one of the creative activities that a lot of people have found beneficial over the years, and only you could talk to this as well, is your daily experiences. And just the act of getting thoughts and feelings and emotions and experiences out of your head and onto a piece of paper helps you work out how you're feeling about life in general and what you want to, to create a state of happiness. Um, and so it's a, the whole area of creative writing has come to the fore a lot in supporting people with their mental well-being and for mindfulness really go to that extent. But it's definitely um, kind of a, a way into writing in a creative way that you're expressing and talking about your creative um, experience. Point, key milestones so that you can build upon your strengths and get to know yourself much better as a person and as a practitioner. And what is valuable to using the template of DEEP and um, to work through um, two key learning experiences. And one of them is the state of flow. So commonly this is kind of usually known as in, in the zone. And uh, it, where you're so involved in an activity that nothing else matters and you come completely focused, you're on the present on this activity and you're not ruminating, just, just focused on what's happening right now. And ideally what you're trying to create in the, to get that state of flow is partake to keep you motivated and you get the benefit of it because you're gradually improving upon on your skills. And um, so it's that sweet spot not too hard and you're actually showing yourself and you're actually seeing how well you're doing by the improvement that you're making in drawing or whatever it might be and uh, or achieving something more different than an essay or an assignment or do this art piece you're gradually chipping away at it and you're seeing the benefits and that kind of feeling of being in the moment in the zone not realizing time has passed is the state of moment and experience that best reflects its state of flow and write it out using describe, explain, evaluate and plan. So I just put in a little image then of flow. Again, it was used in the slides in the workshop to give you an idea. Um, to reflect on it also, the one binge watching Netflix and, <laughs> um, and just sitting on the couch watching the same thing. And that's not necessarily being, you know, apathy, I think is the word used. Um, and you get bored with it after a while. It doesn't help you, it doesn't make you feel any anyway happier about it. You get really kind of sluggish in your sense yourself um, and better yourself. And that's why we would have Maslow's hierarchy of needs as one of the resources for this module, where he talks about once your basement of yourself as an individual to be happy, to be somebody, to develop relationships, to hone your skills. That's really what we're trying to achieve. That's what makes there, us happy. When, when you're reading that um, definition that you provided there, the thing that jumps out at me is that whole um, yes, you know, very much so, mindfulness. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, it's, it's kind of we have to create those experiences where we can be in the zone now yeah, because that's we're so busy and life is so heavy. The timing of this module with COVID yeah. as well, because people actively went out and searched for something to preoccupy themselves, exploring things that they never had done before. And a lot of them are creative activities and mindfulness and so Banana on. Bread. Um, and it's all about. And yeah, taking a break and being present and doing things that make sense to you, go go on autopilot. Some of you might find this really straightforward because you're a partaking activities recently. And others, maybe this is bloody hard, you can't think of anything. <laughs> or um, practicing skills or whatever it might be, or honing your baking. And um, so it really is just what brings you to a state of being present and centered and happiness to you that you enjoy. That's the one activity. If you have a couple of flow activities, great. Use the second one then to do for the other, um, the other reflection, uh, reflection that you've done for the project part A, for the for the second deep reflection, 
um, experience if you wanted to, the experience of doing this artwork was online, but she thought that, that was relevant to creative studies and he got something from it. And that's it. <laughs> Quite an abrupt ending. <laughs> the last page goes to the checklist. But I think it's that with it. I know the online, as I said, I've seen evidence of people getting into that, which is brilliant for play. But um, I'm not quite sure how, how many people have started doing that. i advise you with just get in touch with me. There's no problem at all with that. Eva, I'll pass over to you then just to... Thank you, Claire, for all that information and guidance in relation to the creative studies assignment. So as the webinar recording, the end of it, the sound wasn't great. I've had to cut that out and I'm just going to add in the points that we talked about at the end here. And if there's anything that you're still unsure of, please email uh, your tutor or indeed Claire or myself. So just to, to clarify the word count on this creative studies assignment, for part A, project part A, there is 2,000 word count. For part B, which is the lesson plan, it's 1,500 word count. There's two reflections, and what we discussed during the webinar was a 150 word count for each section of DEEP. So you have describe, explain, evaluate, and plan. And we're saying a roughly 150 words for each of those sections for each of those reflections. So that gives you a total of about 900 words for the, for the reflection part. So we also would have reminded you that there is no separate introduction or conclusion for this assignment. So in your project included in your word count of 2000 part A, you will have a very brief introduction and a very brief conclusion within that 2000 within part A of your project. But on the rubric, there's no separate grading or points or marks going for an introduction or conclusion. So just to talk you through the rubric and what you have there. So you have your usual presentation and structure, which is worth 10%. So if you're somebody who's been getting feedback from your tutor that your sentence structure or your spelling or your grammar or your use of paragraphs needs attention, then I would really urge you to take that feedback on board. And if you haven't already, the academic writing support section of the library is really worth a visit. There's some really good resources in there that will help you if this is an area that's difficult for you. And, you know, there's nothing wrong if it is an area that's difficult. Many people have difficulty with, with literacy skills and academic skills, and it's absolutely fine. But if it is something that you're getting feedback on from your tutor that you need to address, then I would really urge you to address it before you get into second year um, and definitely before you get into third year. So presentation and structure is worth 10%. Your reference use and your reference style are worth 5% each. So it's how well you use references, how well you weave them into your work. So who is backing up what you're saying, basically, and then your actual style of reference so that you're, you're doing it correctly, basically. That's what, what we're looking at there. So again, by this stage in the year, we would hope that you would have a fairly good understanding um, and ability to reference. So and again, if that's something that you have difficulty with, Print off the, the brief reference guide that you will find in the library area again and have it beside you while you are working. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's, it's actually good practice to do that, to have it with you to make sure that you're referencing as you're supposed to be doing. 
your project part A is worth 35%. And as I said to you before, that includes a brief introduction and a brief conclusion. And then your lesson plan, which is part B of the project, is worth 15%. Then your reflection is worth 15%. So that's for the two reflections, they're worth 15%. And your online is also worth 15%. And that gives you your 100%. So that's your your grading for this assignment. Some of the other things that were discussed was the layout of it. How do, how do you present it? So preferably all in one document. Now we were talking about the pictures and you can use either tinypng.com, which is a website that you upload the picture to and then you download it as a condensed file. Or you can also have the phone app, which is called Office Lens. So those are two um, resources that you could use to help you putting your, your pictures into your Google Doc. Um, if you do need to go into more than one document, and I, I would hope it wouldn't be an issue for people, but if you do need to use one, then you really should have all your documents in the one folder. So you'd create a folder in Google Drive and then you'd share that folder with assessments. So you'd have your, your project and lesson plan and reflection in one document. You might have photos in another. But preferably, I would say to you, try to keep everything within the one document. That is the, the best option. Try to keep everything in the one document. As we mentioned pictures, and it was a point that Claire raised during the webinar, was to factor in the time it's going to take you to, to piece all this together. And the taking of the photos, the uploading of the photos, that process can take hours in some cases, but it might take you longer. So just factor in that. Don't leave it till the very last minute because... Trust me, the stress is just not worth it. Um, and then, like I said, everything all in the one document. So thank you very much for your time. Good luck with your assignment and please do stay in touch.